World's on fire. Our culture is disintegrating. Hey, pass the salt. It's time. It's time. Hey, you, pass the salt. You know what, why it's disintegrating? Because we're jellyfish. Hey, pass the salt, will you? Pass the salt. Pass the salt, amigo. It's time. It's time. I think they could give us a new name. I believe we are Evan Jellyfish. <coughs> hey, we have passed the salt. Pass the salt. We need salt over here. It's time for Pass the Salt. Pass but we like to share the gospel without any backbone to it, see? The views, opinions, and seemingly outrageous comments expressed in this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach. i got to ask you this out there, Christian America. It's time for Pass the Salt with a Coach, Dave Daubenmeyer. Hey, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. I'm a little bit burdened this morning, to be honest with you, a little bit burdened about uh, <clears throat> about what I want to talk about this morning. It's a good bur- burden. It's a good burden. It's a burden from the Lord, so it's all good. And uh, appreciate, all, appreciate all of you being here. And I told, I told Michelle before I came down the multi-million dollar escalator over there into my uh, beautiful million dollar studio here that uh, uh, I understand somewhat, sometimes what a, what a pastor feels like in that, I have a I have a burning truth in me that I want to share, but it's not going to be popular. You guys know, you guys know what I'm talking about. You understand what I'm saying? And so, you know, a lot of it, a lot of us meet that even with our own family, with our own children, our grown children, whatever. You see a problem that's going on, and you know that you have to say something about it, but you know it's not going to be well received. Somebody say, "Boom, Benny." You know what I'm talking about? And I, I kind I kind of feel that way this morning, but it's it's really really heavy on me, and I'm going to. Um, um, we're going to go there here in just a second. And, you know, we should never, ever reach the point where, where issues, where issues we don't agree on brings division and separation. We ought to be, we ought to always be free to discuss what we know. And if we really know it to be true, then we ought to be able to defend what we know to be true. And if it's not true, why would you want to know it? And I want to say this above above anything else. As I've said many times, uh, I don't even know my own theology, friends. I don't even, I'm telling you, if I had to sit down and write a book about what I believe, I don't, I, I don't know. I really don't know. Because why? I'm Number one, so much of the Bible and so much of what religion, so much of it is historical, right? That's why people get uncomfortable if you talk about like the book of Enoch and the book of Giants and these extra biblical sources. People uh, don't like those, even though I said, well, listen, that's not the, maybe it's not the Bible. Maybe the book of Enoch isn't the Bible, but it's contemporary writings of what was going on at the time. Perhaps there's some historical reference in there that, that would help connect some dots. But uh, for whatever reason, we've been so programmed, again, from our, our denomination, our theology, or whatever whatever we've been grown up in. Uh, my, grand, my grandson's a Chicago Bears fan. He's eight years old, and he loves the Chicago Bears. Does anybody know why he loves the Chicago Bears? He lives here in Ohio. Why would he love the Chicago Bears? Because his daddy does. His daddy's from Chicago. And so, therefore, David's automatically a Bears fan. Why wouldn't you be? So his dad passed down to David that love for the love for the bears. I'm not trying to be trite. I'm not trying to be, I'm not trying to make light of anything. But I gotta tell you something, folks. You and I believe a lot of stuff that ain't true. I'm fine, I'm finding it more and well, not true in the sense of the way that they've taught me. Somebody's interpretation of it. I'm not I don't I, I don't question the Bible. And above all things. I want to be faithful to, to the Lord. I'm not, I'm not faithful to my denomination. I'm not faithful to my, to my belief system. I want to be faithful to the Lord. And the Lord is the truth. And if we understand that the Lord is the truth, and it's only the truth that sets you free, then you look at the counterbalance, and the counterbalance to truth is lies. And who's the father of lies? It's Satan. And if you were going to try to destroy someone, you would give them lies, wouldn't you? Look, look at what happened with COVID. 
look how we got distracted and driven the wrong direction over mis, they call it misinformation, as if there's even any such thing as misinformation regarding COVID. Think of the fights, the arguments, the division that came just in your circle of friends and family over lies regarding that virus. As we sit here today, I could call on Dr. Paul Goslin right now, and he couldn't tell me what's true, what's not true. I could call on another doctor, and he could tell me what's true and what's not true. And most of us have so dug in to our belief. I, I was talking to a guy yesterday. Do you, friends, do you know this? Bear with me. I'm going something really deep, somewhere really deep today. Did you know that they have never isolated the COVID virus? They don't even know if the COVID-19 virus exists. Is that right, Paul? Would, it, would that be true, Paul? that they don't even know whether there is a virus known as COVID-19. They call it a toxin. I don't know, Coach. I've never seen it. Nobody's seen it. It's just, just you know what it is? It's it's cartoons. That's what you see, just cartoons. And that, so so is if, if we're getting lied to about COVID, and we're getting lied to about uh, racism, and we're getting lied to about transgenderism, and we're getting lied to about what else are we being lied to? Because the weapon of Satan's warfare is lies, deception, right? You with me? And these things bother me. They bother me. They bother me. Because now I'm going to really tell now I'm going to really scorch your, scorch your gun for you. How do you know which side we're supposed to be on in the Middle East? Well, they tell us Israel, 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 Israel. Why? Why? <laughs> Who's telling me? That? Where am I getting my information? And do the people who are giving me the information, do they have their own agenda? By the way, the same thing that happens in Ukraine. Do we support Ukraine or do we not support Ukraine? And I don't know. All I know is what everybody else is telling me. And they're controlling the information and because they're in control of the information. Hey, why do you think Christianity is vanishing in American public schools? Well, it's very simple because they're not teaching it. They're not teaching it. And as a result, we have a whole generation of children coming up who are being taught lies, evolution, whatever, all that stuff, all based on lies. And then we're shocked why our children are acting the way they are when they've been indoctrinated into untruth for how long? And the question I want to ask you today, the thing that's going to cause me some. Have we been lied to in our churches? Have we been lied to in our churches? And the Bible, people say, well, the Bible says it. I believe it. That settles it. And they don't even know what the hell the Bible says. At least they haven't researched it. And uh, I've been really. It's been troubling me as I watch what's going on in the Middle East. And um, Is it okay if I just jump in here and go? Tim Tubra is going to do a teaching on how to lead people to Jesus on Thursday night at 7 o'clock. It's free and open to the public. And if you would like to be part of it, uh, please just put in the chat. Why does somebody take care of it? And we'll get you the link that you'll be able to 7 o'clock learn how to lead somebody to Jesus. I, I mean, hey, is that crazy? Is that crazy that it... 70 years old, somebody's got to show me how to lead Jesus. That tells me something is amiss in the church. Something, something greatly amiss in the church, right? Uh, bring up, uh, are we ready to roll? Are you buckled in? And at the end of the day, will you be friends with me no matter what I say? Will you be friends with me? Because I'm just going to give you a perspective. And if if my perspective makes you angry, then you better look at your own heart. Because what I'm going to talk about today, most of it is opinion. We don't know. Does, does anybody out there really know if we're in the last days? Does anybody really know that? We'll say, well, coach, I can go to the Bible and it lines up with this. And it's, yeah, but do you really do you really know? Do you really know? And then say, well, coach, uh, the, the, the rapture's coming soon. Say, is there a rapture? Well, sure, coach. And they go here and here and here. And, well, I'm going to go here and here and here and here and here. Does anybody really know if there's a rapture? If there, if there is a rapture, then why is it about 60% of Christendom doesn't even believe it? So I'm not here to argue the rapture. I'm, not, I'm trying to ask you, are you so strong in your faith that you're not afraid to dig deep? Because if you're so weak in your faith that the truth 
is going to cause you to lose your faith. Dude, I don't even know what to tell you. I promise you this. You have been lied to in so many ways. And why have you been lied to? I got a couple scriptures here I'm going to show you, and then, then I'm, going, I'm going to dive into it, right? Bring up, uh, bring up uh, number one, strong delusion. Bring that up there on the screen. Strong delusion. It's New Testament, by the way. New Testament. Second Thessalonians chapter 2. Now we beseech you, brothers, by the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and by our gathering together unto him, that you be not soon shaken in mind. Seems to me we're getting a warning here. Or be troubled, neither by spirit, nor by word, nor by letter, as from us, as the day of Christ is at hand. At hand means imminent, at any time, right? It doesn't mean soon. It says at hand. Basically meaning it's, it's whatever, right? Behold, I come quickly. Quickly doesn't mean soon. Quickly means quickly. Quickly. That's quickly. That's not soon. It's quickly, all right? Let no man deceive you. What? Let who deceive you? Don't let who deceive you? Men? How would men deceive me? Well, don't let them deceive you by any means. For that day shall not come except there come a falling away first. And that man of sin be revealed. The son of perdition. Has he been revealed yet, by the way? Who opposeth and exalted himself above all that is God, called God, or all that is worshipped, so that he, as God, sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. See, most of Christendom has said, well, Satan is the God of this world. <laughs> Jesus Christ is King of Kings. What are you talking about? What are you talking about, Willis? Remember you not that when I was with you, I warned you about these things? And now you know what withholdeth that he might be revealed in his time? For the mystery of iniquity is already at work. Only he who now letteth will let. Holy Spirit, I think, until he be taken out of the way. And then shall the wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth, shall destroy with the brightness of his coming, even him whose coming is after the working of Satan, with all power and signs and lying wonders. What went too fast? Come back down. And with all deceivableness of unrighteousness, and then the perish, because they receive not the love of the truth that they might be saved. And for this cause, what cause? What cause? Well, they didn't just receive the love of the truth. Because they didn't really see the love of the truth, God will send them a strong delusion that they should believe a lie. That they all might be damned who believe not the truth, but have pleasure in unrighteousness. So I said, okay, I gets it, huh? Number three, Johnny, what's it mean to delude? Delude. To deceive. To impose on. To lead from truth or into error. By the way, would Satan only cause delusion outside the church? Or if you were Satan, would you focus on delusion within the church? Amen. To mislead the mind or judgment. To beguile. Cheat is generally applied to deception and bargains. Delude to de to deception in opinion. An artful man deludes his followers. We're often deluded by false appearances to frustrate or disappoint. God sends the strong delusion. Do you get that? Go back to go back there. God sends the strong delusion. God sends it. And for this cause, God shall send them strong delusion. Why? Because they love lies. They love lies. Lies make them feel good. It's part of the delusion. <clears throat> Bear with me a second. So what's it tell us about in the book of Jude? Verse 2. Bring it up. I'm going somewhere. I'm going to get you in here in a second. Bear with me. Book of Jude's right there. Jude, there it is. Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you the common salvation, the need for me to write unto you and exhort you that you should earnestly contend for the faith which was not once delivered unto the saints. Why, Jude, brother of Jesus? Why? 
Brother Jesus, I thought Mary was ever virgin. What's his brother? Scroll down. That'd be a delusion, wouldn't it? For there are certain men crept in unawares. What'd they do when they crept in? They turned the grace of God into a lie. They denied the only Lord God and our Lord Jesus Christ. From the beginning, folks, the evil one has been sneaking in and operating a delusion through men standing in the pulpit. By the way, Jesus Christ himself got mad at the Pharisees and the Sadducees because why? He said, you teach his doctrines, the commandments of men, and you make the word of God none effect. Jesus said to the religious leaders of his days. And if he said it to the religious leaders of his day, would it be appropriate for the religious leaders of this day? Why do you think we have so many different denominations? I'll tell you why. Amen. Teaching his commandments, the doctrines of men. Darbyism and Schofieldism and all these Matthew, Matthew Henryisms. Are you, are, you, are you tracking with me? You tracking with me? And then as a result, you get just a little, little sliver of the truth or an angle on the truth because you've been in that same denomination your whole life, your whole life. Hearing the same thing over and over and over. And then you come in here and we ask a question in here and you get offended. This is good. Bring up number five. No, I didn't. Never mind. No, he already did. No, he did. So I want to ask you a question here as I kind of kick this thing off here. I got something I'm going to uh, shake hands with. They say, Coach, we'll still be friends when you're done. Come on, come on, everybody shake hands. We'll still be friends, Coach. We'll still be friends. What might a delusion be in the American church today? What might, what might be a delusion? What would be something that the enemy, remember the enemy, evil men have crept in unaware. What might be a delusion that we're being taught? God loves everybody. God loves everybody. Everybody goes to heaven. Everybody goes to heaven. Who are you to judge? The Jews are the Jews are God's chosen people. Jews are God's chosen people. Church is on Sunday, not Saturday. Give, come on, come on, come on. Give me some other delusions that could creep into us, right? Right. We we could go on and on because I think they're deep. I think the delusion is really really deep. And for the most part, once saved, always saved. Once saved, always saved. Wow, this is good, isn't it? Hmm? God has a wonderful plan for your life. How many times you heard that? Hmm? Come on, come on. What's some more delusions? Now, wait a minute. These could be true, but are they open for debate? Evolution. Pardon me? I said evolution. Evolution. They attacked the Bible right at the beginning. And if delusion. But Rochelle, I'm with you. But I'm talking about delusions within the church. Hmm? The earth is round. I was, I was taught a delusion that, you, I had, that I had to go to the priest to be forgiven. I think that's a delusion. Making some enemies, I'm just telling you. There's no me, there's only one mediator. I go to Christ for forgiveness, not some priest. Anybody else? The earth is flat. The earth is flat or the earth is round or whatever. Whatever. Huh? How about you don't think, think, hey, if you think you think NASA is run by righteous holy guys? Think so? What about trunk or treat that you can have Halloween at church and call it uh, trunk or treat? That's right. Yeah, trunk or treat. That'd be a delusion, wouldn't it? Huh? And the, fantasy, and the fantasy that we're a 1,000-mile-an-hour spinning water ball. Yeah. <laughs> you want to find a different direction than a half million miles an hour. Yeah. 
And we don't know. December 25th, the birth of Christ. Oh, Jock, that's a good one, huh? Easter Sunday is a celebration of the resurrection of Jesus. Ain't no way, dudes. Ain't no way. The day that, no way that's going to happen. No way. What, what on Easter? What, what is Easter? Come on, we know what Easter is, don't we? And all across the world, Bunny rabbits everybody and... celebrates Easter Sunday, and that is not the day that Christ has left. Amen. Am I losing anybody yet? So, well, on some year, it could be the actual day that he rose, but that would be a, an accident. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll give you that one. But we're not told it was an accident, though, was it, Michelle? We're not, we're not told it's an accident. We're to, we're Absolutely told not. Oh, that's right. How many of you go? How many of you go to church on Sunday and have your whole life until that's the Lord's day? And we know, folks, no, it isn't. No, it isn't. No, it isn't. <laughs> Come on, in all of American Christendom, and see, we think those freaks who celebrate on Saturday, we call them Seventh Day Adventists. <laughs> They're crazy. They got a different Sabbath, right? Is it okay for the Lord's Day and the Sabbath to be different days? Uh, well, I don't know. That's a strong delusion. I don't, I don't want to get buried on this. You guys get what I'm saying, right? You get what I'm saying, right? So I went and looked up the, the delusion and, and Strong's Concordance. I got 15 Bible verses about delusion. We just read Thessalonians. So I will choose their punishments and I will bring on them what they dread because I called, but no one answered. I spoke, they didn't listen. And the, they did evil in my sight and chose that which I did not delight. If a man walking after wind and falsehood had told lies and said, I will speak out to you concerning wine and liquor, he would be a spokesman to this people. The Lord said unto me, how? And, I, and he said, whoa, you went too fast on me there. And the Lord spoke to me and said, where am I? I got lost. Boy, behold, stop, stop it. He feeds on ashes. A deceived heart has turned him aside, and he cannot deliver himself. Nor say, "Is there not a lie in my right hand?" Didn't didn't the disciple? Didn't Jesus say to the disciples, Matthew number four, num, number four? I'm, hang on, stay with me. Number four. Hey, I'm just asking the questions here. I don't have the answers. Then came Jesus, the scribes, which were in Jerusalem. See, scribes were the. They were the trade. They were the secretary, the recorders of the church. They were whole, holy men. Nobody just got the job as a scribe. Why do you guys? He said to these guys who are head of the church, "Why do you guys transgress the tradition of the elders? For they wash not their hands when they eat bread." They're saying to Jesus, "Your followers don't wash their hands." And Jesus said to them, "Why do you transgress the commandment of God by your tradition?" Says you guys are the ones making all the rules around here. You're making rules. I didn't. I don't. I don't agree with them rules. You made those rules. For God commanded. Scroll down, please. For God commanded, saying, "Honor thy father and mother." And he that curses father and mother, let him die the death. But you say, "Whosoever shall say to his father and mother, it's a gift," but whosoever thou mightest be profited by me, and honor not his father and mother, that he shall be free. Thus have you made the command of God in none effect through your tradition. It goes on and on and on, talking about the traditions of men. By the way, that's called, did I say it, Kabbalahism? Hmm? The Talmud. Do you know the Jews celebrate the Talmud? Do you know they follow the Talmud and the Kabbalah? Do you know they don't follow the Old Testament? Do you know that, friends? Do you know that? Do you know that a Jew, I'm not, I'm not, see, some of you think I'm picking on the Jews. I'm trying to open your eyes. Do you understand that the Jews and the Muslims are equally lost? Do you understand that, friends? Do you understand that? Amen. Amen. We understand that there's a significance to the land of Israel and Jerusalem. We understand that. We understand that. But not everybody says, I'm be Lord, Lord's going to enter the kingdom. And I can promise you, there's not a Jew on the planet, if he doesn't receive Christ, who will see the kingdom of God. Not a one, not a one. That's a strong delusion, though, isn't it? Because they've told you that they're God's chosen people. Huh? Pray for the peace of Jerusalem, all that, all that stuff. And I can't believe the focus of all Christianity right now on Jerusalem. 
Can I, are you sitting down? Can I show you something here? Can I show you something? I'm sorry. I got, I got to do it. Bringing up down to bottom number one, Star of David. Did you guys know that the Star of David, that they cannot, you guys know what the Star of David is, right? You know what the Star of David is? This thing right here? Do you know that this is a pagan symbol? You guys know? <laughs> I'm sorry. Yes, go go put them on your wall if you want to. Go put them on your wall if you want to. The Star of David is a pagan symbol. Go to number two. Go to number two. Number two. I'm not going to read it all to you. The Star of David is pagan. You can read down through this. I'll put it in the chat. You can read down that the Jews, did you know? Oh, my goodness, my goodness, my goodness. Six-sided triangle with six triangles with six sides on the inside. There is no biblical. You do care about the Bible, don't you? There is no biblical acknowledgement or what's the word connection or anything from the Bible regarding the star of David. None. It's pagan. It's pagan. Now, some of you are probably ready to leave because you, you got to hang it in your house. Go ahead and hang it on your house if you want to. This right here tells you the whole way. I'm not going to take you down through it. If you want to know, if you want to remain wherever you are, then go ahead. But if you want to know, like, hey, it, it really broke my heart when people started telling me we couldn't celebrate Christmas. Really broke my heart. Can't have a Christmas tree in your house. People make all kinds of reasons why. Can't, hey, can't be. You go to churches, you go to churches, and they're doing Easter egg hunts. Right, right, folks? Right? Right? And so these Jesus warned us that these evil things were going to creep in. It's going to creep in all of these things that look good because Satan always comes as an angel of light. What could be wrong with Easter eggs? What could be wrong with Christmas trees? What could be wrong with the Star of David that they tacked on the chest of the Jews? Anybody nervous yet? Star David's pagan. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 it's pagan. But we've been convinced, you know, some of, some of us flying, flying those flags. <laughs> Why? Again, because somebody taught us to. Somebody told us that was. Hey, I, look, I, I, I. I feel the tension. Feel the tension. Because so many have been brought up with this. What did Jesus warn us about? Those who would teach his commandments and doctrines of men. And who made the Star of David the symbol of Judaism? Where did that come from? No biblical, folks, no biblical foundation to it at all. Why? Because people have taught to, to, they've talked to us the commandments of men, making the word of God in none effect. I'm going to, I'm going to shock you with something else here. See, some of you are nervous right now. Say, I coach Dave. Boy, he's, he's anti-Semitic. No, no, I'm not. No. <laughs> I love, look, are you, are you looking at me? I love Jesus Christ. I love Jesus Christ. And I love his truth. And I love his people. Uh huh. That's right, Janine. If anyone comes preaching another Jesus, they shall be accursed. And folks, I got to tell you something. We're getting another Jesus preached to us today, all, all across, all across America. Pull up, okay. Here you go. Pull up, Brother Nathaniel. I got this today. I don't know what you guys think of Brother Nathaniel. I don't know if you get this. I think that. I think there's a lot of delusions going on right now in the world. And I, I said to people, how long ago did I say to people, six months ago, seven months ago, eight months ago, I said, uh, golly, whatever happened to radical Islam? <laughs> Where'd radical Islam go? And all of a sudden, boom, there they come. I'm sorry. Uh, it's a brand new email. So Brother Nathaniel, I think I sent it to you. I sent it to me. Maybe I didn't send it to you. Let me see if I did. No, hey, shame on me. I'll send it to you now. Uh, Sorry. Why? Because, hey, folks, we're being deceived. 
I'm having computer issues here. Hang on a second, man. Ah, quit it. I got to get this thing to you. Why is that thing not working? And oh, man, oh, man. Because the enemy doesn't want me to show you this. That's why. What the heck? Okay. Roger, come in real quick while I'm looking. I, I'm not nearly done. Stay with me. I got to get this. To, I got to get this. To you. Dave, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm looking out my window. And I put out this beautiful Israel flag uh-huh. when war broke out. And I'm looking at it, and then I'm listening to you, and I'm bothered. Should be. I I think of, I read what you put up there. There's truth there. But I don't know of any other person in my entire life that has shared this for me to look into. You follow me? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Now, I, I'm not saying you're not right. But, you know, when that war broke out, I went and undug my Israel flag. So I'm going to show my support. And I'm not here to argue whether it's the people or the land or their Zion. But I just, I'm just going to my, show my support. And then I go to my, you know, the John MacArthur's. The, you know, we can go through the list of people that I enjoy list. I've never heard any of them even approach the topic. And I just don't understand why. They can't all be bought off by the Israeli lobby, are they? Are they all misguided and lost on this topic? A strong delusion. A strong delusion has been sent, right? They're not evil people. They're not evil. They've been sent a strong delusion. They believe a lie. See, I'm making some... I I, I can't believe I can't get this... uh, But but Dave, anybody can Google the Star of David is a pagan and read. Um, it just, it I just befuddles did. me. It befuddles me. Huh? I just did. Yeah, I know. I know. And I'm thinking, where are the other people with similar thoughts? You know. And why? I can't, well, I can't, my, my, uh, I'm with you, Roger. I'm with you. Know, you. And I understand a strong delusion. It's like a strong cup of coffee. You're overwhelmed by it. And, it, you know. And, but you know, my whole life, I've kind of looked at the at that as a normal flag on Flag Day. You know, you you know, World Harvest Church has one of the flags of Israel out there. Right? Why? And if it is, if it is pagan roots, what is going on with that flag? Then you know, so I don't know. But I may have to take I may have to take my flag down. Evil men praise the Holy Spirit. Praise the Holy Spirit for revealing. Yeah, what yes. kind of flag did Jesus carry around when he was walking? Well, he didn't carry that one. I can promise you that. <laughs> Neither did David. Do some research on it. Neither did David. It wasn't the star of David. I say I can't get my I can't get it to work. My computer to work over here again. I don't know what the heck's going on. Pull up for me. Uh, oh man, you staying with me here? You gonna you guys gonna ride through this with me? You gonna ride through it with me? Pull up. Uh, oh man, number two. Hey, coach. While you're yeah. pulling that up, let, let me just say, when we look at that star, why not see it as a target instead of a, you know, just a symbol? It's a target, not to shoot at, except the gospel. We we need to have scripture. There are arrows for delivering the gospel. To believers and unbelievers, both those that are deluded and those that, that uh, are lost. <laughs> and am I, look, am I allowed? I'm just I'm asking a question here, okay? I put am a I dot to, in the middle of it. Am <laughs> I put a dot be, in the middle. <laughs> am I allowed to be a Christian and not support Israel? Yes. I'm just, I'm just asking. I'm just, I'm not telling you where I stand on it. I'm not saying any of that. I'm asking a question. Amen. Who said I have to support Israel? Who said that? Did the Bible say it? Well, I know what interpretations of the Bible say, but don't forget, evil men have crept in unaware. Don't, don't forget that, right? I can't get this to work. What I wanted to show you doesn't matter. Let me, let me get you, let me get you all in here. Let me get, let me get rolling here. <clears throat> okay, Myra, then Michelle, go, Myra. 
um, thank you. Concerning um, the church, delusion in the church, it is written, Matthew 24, 4, 5. And Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you. No, For somebody going to deceive me? Go ahead. Who's going to yes, man going to deceive me? To, yes, the will. Take heed that no man. Okay, go ahead. For many shall come in my name, saying, I am the Christ, and shall deceive many. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Uh, you understand this, friends, that our dear friends in Israel do not believe that he's the Messiah. Do you understand that? Now, look, look, I'm not I'm trying to separate from your mind Bible prophecy and what's going to happen in yeah. Israel from the Jewish people. I'm trying to separate that in your mind. OK, none of us really know how this whole thing's going to play out. None of us know. Right. No man knows the day, the hour, the method. No, nope, there's signs. We're getting signs. But you got to be careful because there are people who are teaching you things that just aren't true. They're just not true. Go ahead, Rochelle. And by the way, Spencer or uh, Jonathan, I think I just got it to you off my cell phone. I think I was able to send it to you. Go ahead, Rochelle. Thanks, Coach. Um, you know, I, I can't support war crimes, you know, on really, uh, I don't care what side is doing it. You want to make everybody mad at you? Ask for peace. Okay, everybody in Israel is going to be mad if you support Palestine and vice versa. But if you just want peace, everybody's mad at you. Right. Um, yeah. And and is is Israel always right? You know, are we? <laughs> we, think they are. We, act they're wrong? we act like they're always right, don't we, Michelle? We do. What I wanted to do is um, in Romans eleven. I I see you've already got something loaded there, producer. You don't have to have to go there. But in Romans eleven, um, oh good, he's going there. It explains that the Jews, um, scroll down a little bit to maybe seven. Okay. Okay. So if you read through this, you see that Israel is blinded for a time. And if you continue reading, that is to make way for people who to come in through grace and faith. And then it's, and then if you know the parable of the, um, the grafting in, this is what it's talking about. It says, let their eyes be darkened that they may not see and bow down their back away. Then later on, it describes that we're going to graft you in, but don't you get haughty, you Gentiles, because in a time after you've come in, God is going to graft the branches of the olive tree back in. So they've been cut off for now. Israel's cut off. It's been scattered. They don't have a spiritual leader but they will be grafted back in and their eyes will no longer be darkened it says their eyes will be opened and then they will see their messiah this is not true for every individual jewish person i'm not trying to say that i'm with you i'm with you but this plainly if you just read this verse by verse okay and take precept upon precept you'll understand that the jews are just out of the way for a minute they're messing things up we're supposed to be the light unto them but we're not doing a great job and the tables are going to flip later the jews once they see their messiah you're not going to be able to shut them up because the lie that we see is going to be so plain to them and all of their um commandments of men and all of this stuff is going to come crashing down and they're going to see what a deception they've been under okay so so who's israel the Unbelieving Jews. Think so? Pull up that one I just sent you, Johnny. Pull up the one I just sent you that says 12 tribes. That's what they told us. It's the unbelieving Jews. Folks, I love Jesus, okay? I'm, I'm not going to get piddly caught up in all this nonsense that we're being taught. Here's 12 tribes of Canaan. By the way, this is all Israel. Have you ever seen this map? That's where they lived. Asher, Naphtali, Dan. Jordan, those are all God's chosen people, friends. Sorry that through Abraham's seed shall all the earth be blessed. That is, those are God's chosen people. All of them. The 12 tribes. Not just the tribe of Judah. 
So we come back, we have to ask ourselves questions again. Who's Israel? Right? Who's it? Who's Israel? Well, well, no doubt something's going to go on in Jerusalem for sure. Something's going to go on. Look, I'm not, I, I don't have all the answers. I'm just telling you, they ain't telling you the whole story, baby. They're not telling you the whole story. They're not. And I'm going to say it again, and it makes people mad, and I get the emails. A lost Jew is just as lost as a lost Muslim. A lost Jew is just as lost as a lost pagan. A lost Jew is Amen. just as lost as a lost Christian. Apart from Christ, there is no reconciliation in the heart of any man. Not by Amen. birth, n- nothing, nothing. It's only conversion of the heart. And we Amen. are focused totally, completely on nonsensical, in my opinion, bloodline. All these people on that screen are God's chosen people. Does anybody disagree with that? And can I tell you this? All of you came out of that. One of those. And Rochelle, you know how you became God's chosen people? How you became it? You chose him. You chose him. And he adopted you in. Amen. Can I just read the... 22, um, consider therefore the kindness and sternness of God, sternness to those who fell, but kindness to you, provided that you continue in his kindness. Otherwise, you also will be cut off. And if they do not persist in unbelief, they will be grafted in, for God is able to graft them in again. After all, if you were cut out of an olive tree that is wild by nature and contrary to the nature you were grafted into a cultivated olive tree. How much more ready will these, the natural branches, be grafted into their own olive tree? Rochelle. In other words, in other words. I'm coming back to the same question. Who is Israel? This is talking about Israel. Who's Israel? Well, I was never cut off from an olive tree. I believed in Jesus. The Jews were cut off from their olive tree. Who are the Jews? The un, the people who do not believe in Jesus, but believe in the Amen. God of the Bible. All they believe in the God of, of the Bible. Tribes, of all tribes who were cut sure. off. Sure. Sure. So then why do we focus on the Jews? What about the Dan? What about the Nephtalis? Well, I think if we can just settle on that as a generic term to describe all of the tribes of of Israel, the 12 tribes, they just got condensed and, and they were called Judah because at the Amen. end, you know, they split up into only two. There was only Israel and Judah. So it's just a way to generically put them all in one box. I think my brother, I think my brother, I'm just using that as a generic, my neighbor, I think my neighbor who is lost can be grafted in. I think he's just as much, when he's grafted in, he's just as much God's chosen person as the greatest rabbi in Israel who converts to Jesus. Does anybody think I'm wrong? I'm I'm not trying to have an argument. I'm just trying to get us to think here, to think. Well, the the blinders that they're talking about that's been put against the the Jews, Israel, I don't know what term to call it. The blinders have been that some... Right. The blinders have probably been the Talmud, this Kabbalah, this stuff that they're taught from birth. You know, if you're taught that Jesus was just a good, great teacher and, um, you know, nothing more, that's a great explanation. Okay, until so you have... I, come back to this, I come back to the same point. Question. I love you. What's your point? Oh, OK. I guess my point is that the Jews have been blinded uh, but been blinded to the truth more blinded than even us we've got a church on every corner all all of god's many of god's people have been blinded this is a special spiritual blinding i'm just telling you what the bible says coach don't be mad (laughs) i'm not mad i'm I'm saying the bible tells us that all 12 tribes are god's chosen people that's what the bible tells us so all 12 tribes are spiritually blinded. Well, then why That's do we right. say the Jews are God's chosen people? I think if we keep getting hung up on this term, Jews for Judah, which means Israel, just think of it as all of the tribes of Israel. It's it's much easier if you just let that be think, the tribes think, of Israel. I think, I think I'm thinking of that more 
Because God said it. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Jeff now. Come on in, Jeff. Uh, greetings, everyone. Hey, Coach, the Anti-Defamation League is going to come after you. The secular <laughs> Jews who want to push LBGTQ and all this stuff to avoid persecution by society to prevent the next Holocaust. So uh, you be careful, though, Coach. Amen. Hey, look, look. See, <laughs> folks, I'm just, I'm just trying to get, I'm just trying to get us to think. If I was the devil, if I was the devil, I would try to manipulate us back into another war. I think I would. I think I would. Tom Stout. Good morning, Coach. Hey, being a good child, being a good child of the 21st century, I googled the Israeli flag. It said the basic design recalls the towel at the Jewish prayer shawl, just white with black or blue stripes. The symbol in the center represents the Star of David, a Jewish symbol dating from late medieval Prague, which was adopted by the first Zionist Congress in 1897. Mm. So it has really no biblical uh, basis at all. And I, I did a, a little teaching in our Ecclesia last Saturday. And I found out that Ishmael had 12 sons. And he, liked, like Isaac, was promised to be a great nation. So I don't know uh, I don't know how that's all going to play out. I'm just going to stand and watch, I guess. Thanks, thanks, Tom. By the way, I was going to, if I could get my computer to work, I was going to put it up there and show you. Folks, there's, just Google it. There's no historical, biblical significance to the Star of David. None. None. That's not me saying it. Does it matter? Well, it's a strong delusion, I think. Huh? Alan. Good morning, Coach. I think if you, if you read Romans 11, verse 1, it's going to clear up a lot of stuff for what you're asking questions about right there. Somebody read that real quick. Romans 11, verse 1. Rochelle, that's dead. Read verse 1 again because we missed a bunch. Uh, is it going up on the screen? Excuse me, got a cough. I say then, have God cast away his people? God forbid. For I also am an Israelite of the seed of Abraham, of the tribe of Benjamin. Well, he's saying Israelite would be a term that would go across all 12 tribes. That's what he's saying. I'm with you on that. The Jews are the the Hebrews, whatever we want to call them. Israelites, Paul said Israelites, so let's call them Israelites. The Israelite people are the only ones on the whole earth that's supernaturally blinded by God himself. Muslims, if you want to really do your research on the Muslims, you got to go back to Cain, Cain and Abel. So you got Cain, the Canaanites, you got the Edomites, yeah. the Moabites, come from, from Lot's day, him being drunk, having sex with his daughters, all the uh, the uh, Philistines, the Palestinians, they're Philistines, they're Jordanians, but the Israelites, if you go through all their DNA, God said this. He said, Jacob have I loved, Esau have I hated. Right. Now, Esau, he crawled in bed with the Ishmaelite women, and so the DNA is all jacked up right. from rebellious people. So you got to understand something. The Arab people, they've got so much bad DNA that's rebellious. So they're not supernaturally blinded. They've got a rebellious DNA because when God said, Esau have I hated, it wasn't Esau he hated. He hated the whole lineage of Esau. Amen. Amen. Good point. Yes. What against the Muslims is that, but the, the Jews are supernaturally blinded. The Israelites are supernaturally blinded. So we got to be very careful because God himself has blinded them. Amen. Amen. I, I agree. I agree. I agree. But Alan, it comes back to, again, I think that we mix, we mix terms and phrases and we don't even think about it. Israel, Israel, Jews, God's chosen. I don't think, I think we just repeat them without giving much thought to it. That's, well, that's that's easy. you know, Hitler and everybody else, you just go back and before Israel was even a nation again, you, uh, you've got all this stuff, all this terminology that was used. And that, that's just been in the washing machine of time all, all the way through all these decades. But, but we can't deny, Alan, we cannot deny that Israel was made Israel by the United Nations. Now, God could have used the United Nations to do that. Oh, yeah, there's no doubt about it. But the thing is this, Coach, when you go to Isaiah 66, verse 8 through 10, it talks about shall a nation be born in one day. And it was talking about Zion. Listen, people hang up with the word Zion. You better do your research in the Bible about Zion because God said, I'm the God of Zion. 
And I mean, there's uh, there's boo coodles of verses that that back that up. But shall a nation be born in one day? God can use every anything He wants to use at any time. He can use it. Yep. But for yep. going to be born in one day, and that's what He said. Zion's going to spring up in one day, and it did. <laughs> and I mean, you know, we're we're sitting here watching Psalms 83 war. I'm I'm believing that with all my heart. We're watching Psalms 83 war come to pass. Amen. We're going to. Isaiah 17. Listen, when Isaiah 17 happens, there's going to be a bunch of theology after change. Because whenever 4.5 million people are turned to dust overnight, 4.5 million, you think that's going to make the whole earth turn against Israel? Because the Bible says the whole earth is going to turn against Israel. That's in Zechariah. Mm-hmm. And so we're, we're seeing some stuff here that's going to change a lot of theology, man. There's no you can't get around it. They're, they're, they're fixing to be a four or five front war right now. And here's, so here's my point. Here's my point. Here's my point. I guess the point of the whole day, I, I didn't really want to get into the discussion over Israel and the Jews. Here's the, why do you believe what you believe? Do you, you even know why you believe what you believe? I have great respect for those who can tell me what they believe and why they believe it. And I don't have to agree with them. Well, I'm going to tell you, 90% of Christendom believes something they've never even really researched. That's, in my opinion, that's part of the strong delusion. Angie, come on in. Then John. Well, I will tell you, Lord, uh, I, I was challenged with this about a decade, well, back in 2010, and I have done my homework, and I have prayerfully uh, really studied up on this. I've taken thousands of hours and studied the first five books, and I'll tell you, you are correct uh, in, in, in what you say, that the Jews are not just Israel. That the, what we have to understand is what, is what is patterned in the physical is also in the spiritual. And so there is a spiritual land that was given, that, excuse me, there was a physical land that was given physical boundaries in the original first five books. Everybody knew what that territory was was supposed to be and who it belonged to. And the true Israels are those descended from Jacob, who was renamed Israel. They are the true bloodline, and that does include Judah. They're not only Israel, but they are Israel. I agree with you. I agree with you. And then you have the spiritual, you have the physical land, you have the physical people, and then you have the spiritual Israel. Those of us who are the Gentiles who are not maybe of blood lineage, or maybe we are, but we, for some reason, we were out there among the nations. We were part of the diaspora. We were scattered. Um, we have the opportunity to be grafted into spiritual Israel. And Amen. so we, we're all correct. I mean, but we have to really understand that. And you, you said it at the beginning of the week, Coach. Not all... Um, not all uh, Hebrews Israel. are Jewish, right? Okay. But all Judah Jews. I'm using that term to refer to Judah, not just Judaism. I'm not referring to the religion here. I'm talking to the people from Judea. They are Israel, and so we have to keep that in mind. That that land, those people, whatever their bloodline is, and it's very hard to discern that now because of the thousands of years of, of seed blending and mixing. There, God yeah. knows His bloodline. We may not know it, but God knows his bloodline. And there is a covenant spiritual principle that is over them. And we are to bless them, whoever they are, wherever they are. We are to bless Israel to be blessed. And so that, that is an incredibly important point. John Loveland. Hey, thanks, Coach. Uh, I just want to say uh, also uh, just kind of validate what Alan was saying. Uh, that was a, a great point. I, I always... It was kind of perplexing when when God said he saw, but looking at it in that direction and the way he built that out was uh, was good. But I'm I'm going to share something that uh, it, it's going to take the star David even further. Can you, I'm driving. Can you read uh, Acts seven forty three? Acts seven forty three. Acts. Yeah, get it up there. By the way, I was going to do more on the star David today. I just didn't, I didn't get to it. My computer's kicking up. Seven what forty three? Yeah, he took up the tabernacle of Moloch, and the star of your god Rephim, figures which you made to worship them, and I will carry you away beyond Babylon. Mm. Now this is this is probably going to piss some people off, but 
the occult sees the Star of David as an occult symbol, and that's that's the star right there. Uh, and a lot of that jewelry is loaded. Uh, the occult will load that that Star of David so that when you wear it or when you have it in your house, it, it invites uh, the demonic in. So anyway, so John, you're, now you're, speaking share... you're speaking from experience. You, you know this stuff. You just ain't theorizing on this. You understand the dark side and the occult. To them, it's an uh, occult symbol. Absolutely, it is. Uh, one other thing. Um, you started out the show in, in uh, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. And uh, it says that, uh, uh, don't be deceived by this, right? It says yeah. that, uh, and I'm paraphrasing, uh, you know, unless uh, there is a falling away, Jesus won't return. And he specifically said, don't be deceived. So uh, what, I'm, what I'm saying here, I know what it says in Joel, I know what it says in Acts, but I believe one of the mesmerizing things, that's what I call this, uh, this spirit of delusion, uh, one of the mesmerizing things in the church is there's going to be an end-time revival. Now, I know most people listening right now will not agree with me, but that is that word is apostasy, and there's a falling away. And if you look up statistics, there's been uh, over a million people a year leaving the church over the past 25 years, and during COVID, it was twice that. So th there's not an end-time revival. What I see is I see that being a deception, and it's the focus of a lot of prayer. And all, all of those prophets out there that are prophesying an end-time revival, they're false prophets. They're false teachers. It's not going to happen, and I see it as a delusion. And I know most people that are listening right now are not going to agree with me, but that's okay. I'm just yeah. seeing uh, that's the way I see Scripture. And uh, and I believe that that's truth. John, I would hope that they would do some of the research on their own. That's that's what I hope you people are motivated to do. You people sound like Ross. Do research on your own. You don't don't believe it just because somebody told you. Craig. Yeah, great research would be taking First uh, Kings chapter ten and start reading the Bible because that's where you're going to get your information. Okay, and understand who Jeroboam was, and Rehoboam was. It was a separation of Israel to ten tribes and two tribes. And one of the things that we don't understand or have not been taught or even thought about is Jeroboam, who was king over Israel, okay, goes and he sets up two altars, one in Bethel and one in the tribe of Dan. And, oh, by the way, tribe of Dan is over by Mount Hermon, just so you know. And he changed the feast day from the seventh month to the eighth month. That's in chapter 12. And so what happened is, is those, those actual people who knew, understood the Torah, whether they were in Naphtali, whether they were uh, the tribe of Dan, whether they were the tribe of Ephraim, would not go on a separate month in the ten tribes and go worship God because they knew it was an abomination. They continued to go down to Jerusalem because that's where the Lord told them to go. So they migrated and they became part of Judah. So the, ten, the 12 tribes never separated themselves. People separate, just like if we were to go to the Methodist church and all of a sudden you have a gay pride flag, you're like, I'm not going to go to this Methodist church. I'm going to go to a, a conservative Methodist church. And when, the, and when Nebuchadnezzar took the tribe of Judah and Benjamin, he took all of the tribes to Babylon. Hmm. And when Babylon came back, there was only a very few people that went back, and that was Ezra and Nehemiah. The majority of them, 95% of them, wanted to stay in Babylon. And Ezra, in chapter 8, says when he goes back and institutes the seventh month, he's talking about this feast that we just went through, right? The seventh month, uh, tabernacles, Yom Kippur. It says in chapter eight, it says, when the seventh month came, the children of Israel were in their cities. So yes, it did reconstitute itself when Ezra did, but it went south and the Talmudic stuff from Babylon came in until yeah. the time of Jesus. So here, here, look, we're running out of time. Gene, I want to get you in here. Hang on a second. Here's, here's the bottom line. And I saw it again today. 
Can we be honest with one another? Most of us haven't done any research on any of this stuff. We've just blindly believed what someone has told us. And I'm sitting there listening to what Craig's saying, and you know what I'm thinking? Golly, Craig, I don't know any of that. Shame on me. So how can I sit here and try to explain something to you guys that I've never investigated myself? And in my whole life, I've gone to church and trusted somebody else to tell me what it said. And evil men have crept in unaware, and they changed it. They changed it. God's truth is God's truth. It does not change. But there are a lot of evil guys in there trying to bring a different perspective on it. Hope we're still friends. See you tomorrow.